Well, hello everyone. Hey, it's a few minutes until service start. You know what that means? Announcements. It's everyone's favorite part of church. Coming up this week, October 27th, uh, is our Fall Fest. The kids always have a great time. We set up our bounce houses. We give away candy. Uh, we're going to have a great concert. Really looking forward to it. Uh, you should join us. Bring your kids. It'll be a great time. If you can, volunteer. You'll get special access to see the closet that we don't allow anyone to see. So if you volunteer, you'll get to see our secret closet of peril. Yes, so do it. You can even sign up on the app. Great thing to do. Also coming up in November, we'll have a One More Youth November 1st. That's for 6th through 12th graders. We have a great time. Uh, we always play some games. We study the Bible. Uh, we'll sing some worship songs. And we eat pizza. So uh, plan on having your middle schoolers and high schoolers join us for that evening here at church. Also coming up in November, November 9th. Uh, we are having a Heaven City Limits night. Uh, it's a prayer and worship night. Uh, Pastor Billy and Pastor Angie will lead us through that. The worship team will be up. And it's going to be a great night. Uh, I, I've heard on the app, download the app, right? I've, I've heard about the app because I've said it so many times. We have a couple of new groups uh, that we want to announce. Celebrate Recovery is going to be starting uh, Thursday evenings. That's starting November 2nd. And... Um, that Yeah, that's going to be on Thursdays, uh, 5.30 p.m. Uh, you can sign up uh, for Celebrate Recovery on the app. Uh, Grief Share is going to be starting back up soon, November 5th. Uh, that's Sunday evenings at 6.30 or 6. It's one of those two times. 6. 6 o'clock. It says on the app. See? This is why you have the app. I don't know everything the app most of the time does. So, new groups uh, starting next month. Lots of cool events. Great stuff happening here at Keys Vineyard Church. And with all that being said, let's get ready for church. Woo! Everybody online, welcome. Glad to have you with us. We're getting ready to hop back into worship and excited to do that with you. Uh, we've had a great morning so far. Then we're going to continue on in our series called Kingdom Revealed. This will be part four, talking about imagers. So um, get your Bibles and maybe a coffee and get comfortable and get ready because here we go. Woo! Good morning, family. Good morning. It was wonderful to see all your faces and hear your voices. We are looking forward to spending time with you all in worship and in the word. I'm going to tell you what we'll be attempting to do this morning in case you don't know the flow yet. We're going to start things off with communion. I believe Chaplain Doug will be leading us through that in just a moment. After communion, we'll have our time of worship. And then Pastor Georgina will come up and lead any kids who'd like to join her through a Bible verse. We'll dismiss them off to their myriad classrooms. And then we'll have our time in the Word with Pastor Doug today. We are in Kingdom Revealed Part 4. And it's really good. And I know you guys are going to enjoy it and learn a lot. But before we do any of that, let's pray. Holy Spirit, would you come? Papa, this morning, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for the privilege of gathering with brothers and sisters to celebrate and worship you. We thank you that we are welcome in your throne room. 
So this morning, as we settle in your presence, help us to set aside our distractions and our worries that we walked in with. Help us to be people focused and worshiping wholeheartedly. For you alone are worthy. Give us hearts to receive and ears to hear this morning, Papa. Use us as you see fit. We love you and we thank you for all that you're doing. And we join with all the churches around the world where your gospel is preached with this collect. Almighty and merciful God, by your overwhelming goodness, keep us from everything that may hinder us so that we may be ready in body and soul to cheerfully accomplish whatever you want us to do. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Chaplain Doug. On the night he was betrayed, Jesus took bread and he broke it, saying, this is my body, take and eat in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he took the cup. It was the last night of the Passover celebration. The cups of plagues and sanctification had already been poured and celebrated. Jesus takes the third cup, which is the cup of redemption. He said, this is my blood poured out for you. Drink this in remembrance of me. Gathered with his friends that evening, Jesus gives us a lasting ordinance or remembrance, which we call communion or the Lord's table or the Lord's supper. He said, from now on, when you get together and partake of this meal, I want you to remember me. And as his friends gathered here today, we too can partake of this meal, the bread and the cup, the body and the blood of the Lord. And we want to remember and give thanks. We want to remember all that Jesus has said and done and promised to do. We want to remember his willingness to go to the cross on our behalf. We want to remember how he defeated death and rose again. And we want to remember with awe and thanksgiving that he's coming back for us soon. So here on the table are the elements of communion. The bread, the cup, the body and the blood of the Lord. The table is open to all who believe. So as we worship this morning and you feel led by the Spirit, please come, partake, remember, and give thanks. Amen. And amen. Thank you, Chaplain Doug. We're going to enter now into our time of worship together. And I always like to encourage us all to sing out, lift your voices, praise the Lord. He is worthy of our praise here in this place today. Uh, We should see the words pop up on the screens. You're welcome to sit, stand if you're able. This is uh, Cherry Blossoms. Yeah, we- 
blessed assurance Jesus is mine Oh, what a foretaste Of glory divine Heir of salvation Purchase of God Born of His Spirit Washed in His blood And this is my story This is my song Praising my Savior all the day long This is my story God, this is my song Praising my Savior All the day
good to us, God. And Father, as we're here in your presence, I'd ask that you be with us as we prepare to study your word. Lord God, would you anoint the words that are spoken to us, that are taught to us. Use those words, God, to stir up our hearts towards you. And Holy Spirit, I'd ask that you be with those working with our children. God, anoint them. Give them everything that they need to show all the kids your wonderful love for them, oh God. You are so good, Lord. We love you and we thank you. And it's in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. And amen. And Pastor Georgina, would you please come up and teach the children a Bible verse? Good morning, boys and girls. So excited to see your happy faces. Well, as you know, today's True Bible Story continues on and can be found in three books, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. It's amazing. And as we learned last week, right, Jesus was having a meal with his friends when he told them, one of you, and it was Judas Iscariot, right, are going to betray me. And then he told them, right, that all of you are going to leave me. And Peter said, said, I, I won't leave you, right? Even if everyone else leaves you, I will not leave you, right? And then Jesus said, I tell you the truth, Peter, right? Before, before the rooster crows, you will have betrayed me three times. How many times, boys and girls? 
three good listeners. Yes, three times, right? And Peter said, uh-uh, not I, not I, right? I will follow you and I will even die with you, right? I know Peter was very much, right, very faithful to the Lord. Well, guess what happened? Jesus took his disciples to a garden, a garden called Gethsemane, right? And there he told them, sit here while I go and pray. And he took three, again, the number three, right, of his disciples into the garden with him. And Jesus became very sad and troubled. Have you ever been very sad and troubled? I've been very sad and troubled, right? So Jesus was very sad and troubled. And he told the three, stay here. And he went far off, right? And then Mark 14, 38 tells us what happened, right? Jesus fell face down and he said, Abba, Father, right? All things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will, right? And then he went to the, he went to the disciples to check on the three and guess what they were doing? They were sleeping, right? And then Jesus went to pray for the second time. And after he did that, he went to the three disciples. And guess what they were doing? Sleeping again. Yes, right? This time he said, you you must get up, right? He says, are you still sleeping? Get up. It is almost time. Somebody is going to betray me. And suddenly Judas Iscariot comes with a large crowd and they're carrying swords and clubs, right? And Judas kisses Jesus on the cheek, right? To show the crowd who Jesus is. And the, and they take Jesus and arrest him. And all of his friends leave him, right? But Peter is far, is nearby watching what's going on, right? And then as they're taking Jesus away, a servant asked Peter, aren't you one of Jesus' disciples? And Peter says, no, right? And twice more, as Peter is watching what's happening to Jesus, they ask him, aren't you one of Jesus' followers? And Peter lies and says, no, I don't even know him. Isn't that sad? Yeah, it happened just like Jesus said it would, right? Well, Jesus knew that his death, right, was part of God's plan to save us, right? And even though his friends deserted him, they abandoned him, even though he was arrested and was put on trial, Jesus followed his father's plan, right? Because he knew that that would mean salvation for all of us. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. All right. Very good. Bless you, ma'am. Are you guys ready to say the Bible verse with me? Okay. So repeat after me. Mark 14.36. Mark 14.36. Very good. And he said, And he said, Abba, Father. All things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will. 
But what you will. Excellent work, everyone. Great job, kiddos. <clears throat> the children are receiving stickers while they are getting their stickers. There were a few birthdays in the house. I was told to sing happy birthday to. It was uh, Hannah's birthday. Where's Hannah? She's, is she in the back? All right, Hannah, if you can hear me, you know, come on out, okay? Uh, it's also Lexi's birthday. I don't... She's in the nursery right now, so she probably can't hear us. That's cool. Uh, Roberta's birthday. Where's Roberta? She's in the back there. It was Brandon's birthday last Sunday. It was your birthday in March. Um, and it was, <laughs> it was also uh, Tommy Dorfel's birthday as well. So we're going to sing as many of them happy birthday as possible. So all together now, Keys Vineyard Choir, happy birthday. They, Hannah and Lexi came out from the back They're teenage girls So make sure you tell them happy birthday And give them lots of attention they, Teenagers love that so. <laughs> Alright, awesome So now it's time for us to pray Are you ready? Let's talk to the Lord, okay? Who loves you so very much Alright, Father in heaven, we thank you so much that you sent Jesus to save us, Lord God. We thank you that, thank you Jesus, that you suffered so much so that we won't have to suffer and that we can be with you forever. In Jesus' name, what do we say guys? Amen. Alright, thank you Pastor Georgina. Children will have a great time. It's Sunday school, many classrooms, lots of fun, good stuff happening, cookies, Capri Sun, what is there not to like? Welcome once again, I'm always super duper excited to get the opportunity to share the message for the Sunday. Uh, always got to do a few bits of church keeping uh, because that's what we do, we keep church here. Um, our, our big fall fest, it is a big community event, is this Friday, and I'm no longer asking, I'm begging you, please help us. Uh, <laughs> it's, the, we, we did a, a, a similar event, a family fun night, and there was, you know, not quite enough volunteers, and we were just, you know, I don't know if I'd survive we, a fall we fest. We crashed a little help. bit afterwards. Yeah, yeah, there but was, it's really fun when there's enough volunteers. It like, is. It's super enjoyable. You have a great time. And like I said, you get to see the closet that we don't let anybody in. So The inner sanctum. There's some pros. So yes, <laughs> that's this Friday at uh, 5.30. We need help cleaning up too. That's, yeah. Yeah, so if you can so. do one or the other? Please. And it's never too late to bring us candy for that. You know, if you grab one of those big bags at the store and take a few pieces off the top as a tax, that's fine. Uh, we accept it. Uh, just, you know, don't bring anything pre-chewed, obviously. But, you know, in the wrappers, wow. that's... Wow, you took that far. That's a win. Yeah, well, here's half a Snickers bar if you want it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being silly. <laughs> so, yeah, if you can, that would be great. 
Uh, we should be seeing a QR code up here on the screens. There it is. It's jumbo-sized. Uh, that QR code, if you scan it, it's going to take you to a landing page with a lot of useful links. One of those says Connect Card. So if it's your first time here, we'd love to get to know you better. If you could, uh, please fill out that Connect Card. We want to gather enough information about you to correctly answer all of your passwords. So go ahead, get started on that right now. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> uh, there, there's a other really useful links. If you're interested in the translation, uh, instructions for that are on there now. It should be going on Your now. Here, yeah, there's instructions for listening assistance as well. So yeah, that's QR code. Lots of cool stuff. Get it. Because it's gone. Uh, we also take this part in our service. And we encourage our church to be praying for our community. Pray for your neighbors. Pray for the people who live in the homes around yours. We, we know that prayer makes an impact. So when we're praying for our communities, we see God move mightily, and it makes a big difference. And to reinforce that, uh, let's, let's pray corporately for our community together right now. Dear Lord, we love you, and we thank you, God. You are awesome. Lord God, we are thankful that when we say, come Lord, you, you show up. So Father, would you come now and would you fill this place with your presence as we draw closer to you? God, I lift up these Florida Keys to you, God, as, uh, as these islands are about to experience a lot of commotion. I'd ask that your presence would be made known and that your kingdom would, would draw closer to people that as they step foot on these islands, they'd know how much you love them, God. We want to see your kingdom come. We mean it when we say we want to see renewal, revival, and breakthrough on these islands, Lord. We want to see your kingdom come in the Florida Keys as it is in heaven. Father, I lift up the the neighbors who live in the homes adjacent to this church building. God, I'd ask that you'd give them extra grace and extra patience, Lord. I pray for the churches that neighbor our church as well, God that are proclaiming your gospel, that are doing your kingdom work, that are loving on your people, God, I'd ask that you'd bless them with every resource, every provision, every person that they need to fulfill the missions that you've called them to. You're good, Lord. We love you and we thank you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we are continuing on our series called Kingdom Revealed. This is the fourth part uh, in the message, and we're taking this deep dive into the first two chapters of Genesis. Uh, this week, uh, we're going to be talking about created in the image of God, and this is normally where my dad has jokes, and I didn't bring any uh, prescripted jokes, but I thought I would subject you all to listening to my week, because um, it was a crazy week. Group therapy? Yes, okay. yes, you get to... You get to bear with me. But uh, I, I got a jury duty summons shortly after my dad got one because he, he talked about it. So I figured it'd be appropriate if I did. And, uh, it was a little different than the ones I normally get. It was a grand jury summons. And, you know, being uninformed, I had no idea there was any difference. I was like, wow, it's on a Tuesday. So that, it was great weird. and grand. So if you've been to like normal jury duty, trial jury duty, I guess I shouldn't call it normal jury duty. Uh, <laughs> it, down in Key West, it's, a, it's an event. Um, parking is something to concern yourself with. You may or may not get a legal spot, but you do your best. And then someone working at the courthouse will tell you, oh, just park there, it'll be fine. Like, Are you sure? Because I don't want a way to go home. But anyway, uh, I go, it's Tuesday morning, and it's like, it's not busy. Like, there's a place to park right near the courthouse. I don't have to walk a mile. 
I go in the courthouse and it's weirdly empty. I'm like, this is weird. And it's a courtroom I've never been in. You know, I've only been in the big one, right? And it was a small courtroom. There's only like 15 of us. I'm like, this is not looking good for my odds of getting out of here in a couple hours. Uh, <laughs> anyway, there was maybe 60 of us show up uh, for this grand jury duty. And uh, some of the folks there were from Key Largo. I was surprised. They went all the way down to, to, to Key West. And I'm complaining about going from Big Pine. But uh, anyway, we were all there. And... Um, uh, you know, they, they always do a good job of encouraging you to, to serve your community. I'm like, I'm with you, but I don't know if I can give up the time, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to sit in the back and, and kind of sit low and, and pray well, that... It's an extra time commitment. <laughs> it is an extra yeah. time, because with the grand jury duty, it's a, it's a six-month commitment, and you may have to go once or twice a month and listen to cases and see if they go to trial or not. So it's an important thing. They told me it's been around for, like, since the 1100s. I was like, wow, learning all sorts of stuff here. It's like going back to school. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, the, the guy's talking. He's like, we need about 21 people, and there's only 60 of us. So I'm like, okay, what's going to happen here? And this is normally the part where people start coming up with why they can't serve on jury duty. And believe it or not, 30 people raised their hands. I was not one of them. Uh, <laughs> but I am so thankful to those 30 people who are serving the community doing that and yeah I, I was in and out of Key West in about two hours so and was, he even got a nice sandwich out of I, it I did I yes I got a nice sandwich <laughs> but anyway that was that was my week jury duty grand jury duty lots was, of other things happened well, this week yeah but. it was a very crazy week some of which is not important to share from no, here it's okay. but what is important and appropriate to share is our scripture reading and yes. I've asked Kimberly to read that for us now so please would you save me thank you well I did it again he keeps pulling my cords out. Yeah. If you're ever you wondering go. why we're doing weird yoga on stage, it's because we're moving cords down. There's cords everywhere. Yeah. All right. Let's refocus and pray. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence here. We thank you for how you are already moving and stirring things up and the people in this room and the people watching online. God, we confess that we have not often because we ask not. We know that you do exceedingly more than we ask or imagine. So Papa, help us to be sensitive to your spirit, sensitive to your will, so that we can be praying your will. We want to be a place where your kingdom is advancing. So help us to hear you clearly and to move in your will, and to be a place where you are known. Amen. Will you stand with me for the reading of the word? Our text this morning is from the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verses 21 through 24. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep and while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. The man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man." That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. Blessed be the word of the Lord. You may be seated. 
clear my throat before I unmute the microphone. Uh, so uh, that, that scripture, uh, my dad talked about it uh, in depth last weekend, and that word that we see there, their helper, uh, it actually meant indispensable other, that the, that the two, the man and the woman, become one, and uh, that's part of how we image God. So uh, really cool scripture. If you wanted more on that, uh, go watch last weekend's message again. This week, though... Uh, we're going to be doing some cross-pointing. We're going to be looking ahead in the story and how it connects back uh, to Genesis in a really cool way. And we're going to make these connections. And we're going to finish the circle on being an imager. So we're talking about imager. We're imagers of God. And what exactly does an imager do? What does an imager do? That's, that's our first point uh, in our fill-in notes. Uh, as we've looked at this concept uh, being created in his image. We talked about being an imager. And another way to say being an imager of God is that we're part of a royal priesthood. We see this in the Bible. Uh, we see the apostle Peter talking about it in his first letter, uh, chapter 2, verse 9. We, we hear him say this, but you, speaking to the early church, are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. So we see this royal priesthood. And uh, talking about that is what imagers do. Uh, There's two parts to it, right? We see the royal part. And that royal part uh, is our vocation. It's God partnering with us. He is the royalty uh, he chooses to partner with us. We become part of his, his kingdom, his organization, if you will. And God wants us to partner with him to steward the creation and to make the planet more like Eden. And Eden was where it was at the beginning of creation. We've been reading that, right? And that was the place where God and man dwelled together. So that's the, the, the royal part is doing our part to steward creation to be more like that where God and man dwell together. The priesthood part uh, is cool. As as priests, we reflect the image of God to one another and to the world. Uh, We see this royal priesthood concept. Again, we're doing some cross-pointing here in the Old Testament. Uh, We see God uh, speaking to the Israelites here. Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations, you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests, a royal priesthood, and a holy nation. So uh, we see Peter taking the same concept and bringing it now to the, the entire church. We are this royal priesthood. We are imagers of God. So that's what imagers do. Well, what happens? What causes us to, to not be imagers? And that's where sin enters the scene, right? We, we exchange it. At the fall, uh, at the fall, when, when sin comes in, uh, we stop being the imagers we were called and created to be. Paul points this out in Romans uh, chapter 1, verse 20. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen. He has made his power and presence known, being understood from what has been made so that people are without 
excuse. Paul's saying God's made his power and presence so obvious people don't have an excuse to not know him. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. Since the fall, since since our beginning, the, the problem that we have as humans, what causes us to not be imagers of God is we start worshiping bits of creation. Images of creation, uh, these, these reflected bits and pieces of creation, when we, when we worship those instead of worshiping God, that's called idolatry, okay? And that sounds like a big word, but it's unfortunately more commonplace than we'd like to admit. And, you know, nowadays when we refer to these bits and pieces of the creation, uh, we refer to them as forces. Uh, we see economic forces, social forces, cultural pressures. Uh, and, and if we're giving in to these forces, we are worshiping Idols, And when we worship something other than God, something happens to our image bearingness, our, our humanness. We start becoming less than the human we were created to be. You were created by a creator with a purpose to worship God more fully, to partner with him. This royal priesthood, that's our cause, that's our purpose. When we aren't doing that, we're living in a subhuman or less than way. And, and the way we realize this is we start doing things that, that cause us to miss the mark, that sin, right? Where we get this concept of sin in the Bible comes from this word hamartia, and that means shooting an arrow and literally missing the target, falling short. That's how sin happens. It's not a matter of keeping or breaking certain rules. That's what well, we get that messed up a lot. See, we, we want to view sin as these like wrong things. And then we have this sin scale. It's like, well, I might do this and this, but I'm not doing this and this. So I think I'm okay. And that's, that's not what it is. Sin is missing the mark of worshiping God. It's worshiping a piece of creation and not the creator. It keeps us from being fully human. Idolatry and sin, these things go together. We swap the glory of God for something far less. Fortunately for us, after the fall, there was a way. There was a bridge that brings us back to God, living with him, and that's Jesus, Jesus Christ. And in Christ, we are renewed image bearers. In Christ, we are renewed image bearers. Jesus is our ultimate example for life in ministry. He's our model. Jesus was humanity the way God intended it to be. He reflected God. Jesus made the biggest impact on earth. He literally split time. We still refer to time because of him. He's our model. He is humanity as God intended it to be. Uh, we read this verse in Colossians chapter 1. Paul writes this, and this is the first verse in a poem that we'll go over together here shortly. Uh, but this verse is this, the sun is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. So this is a first line in a poem that Paul writes. And uh, poems are cool. They're, they're, they're kind of like songs. And what they do is they help us convey a lot of information in a short uh, amount of content. 
And uh, we're going to see Paul basically take everything we need to know and put it into five verses here. Okay, so we read in Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, we'll read the, the five verses that follow. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and things on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers, or rulers, or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness Dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, to make a way back. Whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. There was a lot of power, a lot of stuff in that verse. These biblical poems and songs convey a lot of meaning in this short amount of time. That's why we still sing songs today. It's like, why do you sing all these songs with these catchy melodies that I can't get out of my head? There's, there's a reason we're... we're trying to convey stuff, right? So this poem does that in a cool way. And what Paul does that's super cool that we're about to look at is he connects this passage back to the very beginning of the Bible in Genesis 1.1. If we were to look at the Bible in Hebrew, uh, we see the first word in the beginning is actually going to be a compound word in Hebrew called Bereshith. And uh, so, you know, again, imagine we're in Hebrew here, in the beginning. Uh, this word, Bereshith, it's a compound word, two words, be and reshith. The bay means in, through, and for. And the reshith means the beginning, the head, the sum total, and the first fruits. And, uh, you know, as I was going over the, the notes for this, I'm like, wow, Hebrew is a really efficient language to get all of that from bay, just let alone bay, because, you know, and, and, and reshith, right? <laughs> so what's cool uh, with Paul, uh, when he writes this, is he takes all three meanings of Bay and all four meanings of Rashid as he's pointing to Jesus. Jesus is the beginning. Jesus is the sum total, the supreme. Jesus is the head of the church. Jesus is the first fruit, the firstborn among the dead, that all things were reconciled in him and through him and for him. Paul looks at the very first word in the Bible. And he sees Jesus. Jesus, it's all about him. This, this is his story. It is Jesus' story. His, 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 he's the beginning. He's the everything. He's the reason why we can have life again and be the, who we were called to be. By Jesus reconciling all things through what he did on the cross and the resurrection, we are being renewed in the image of God. Because of him, we have a way. Paul gives us uh, this, this call, uh, this, this action. We read in Colossians uh, chapter 3, uh, 10 verses here. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in his glory. Put to death, 
Therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry, because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other. Since you've taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge in the image of its creator. It's this, this new knowledge, putting on this new self, right? And we, we sort of saw this big list of sins. And uh, what we need to know is this, that because of what Christ did, there's, there's, there's reconciliation and grace. We, we, we've learned that sin is missing the mark. So what happens is we see this list of things that just look terrible and we sort of feel shame and guilt like, well, you know, I need to stop doing this and this before I can really pursue God fully or, you know, I need to do better at this. You know, you name it. You got it, right? We're all, we're all sort of feeling that. And know, know this, that you're looking at the symptoms instead of what the cause is. And we learned that the cause is not setting our mark on being an imager of God. It's not worshiping him fully. I promise you this. When you worship God, these other things get washed away. They get washed by the blood of Christ. Set your targets on him. That's what we do. That's how we bear the image of God. That's how we be the people he's called us to be. We set our eyes on him. We pursue him fully. You know, are you going to mess up? Yes. Like we, we, we all do. We all, we all miss the mark. We're, we're human. But God has grace to help us retarget. He's, he's a God of second chances uh, there's an old VeggieTales song from one of the movies that has that. It's really cool. Look it up. Songs, they convey a lot of meaning, right? I think that's the you know, second time recently I've talked about VeggieTales. I'm sorry. I'm a pastor's kid. But, no, know this. In Christ, we are renewed image bearers. It's through him. It's all through him. We read in Revelation about Jesus how... How worthy he is, how cool he is. Uh, Revelations chapter 5, verse 9. And they sang a new song saying, You, Jesus, are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and every language and all people and every nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God and they will reign on the earth. We see that royal priesthood again there, right? You've made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God. He purchased us all with his blood. And that call goes for everyone. We, we, we are praying that his kingdom come constantly, right? And that's that, because we want everyone to be a part of the royal priesthood where we're setting our eyes on him above all else. As we see all the all the things happening in the world, I would encourage you to keep your eyes on him and be praying as part of your job as being in the royal priesthood that all would come to know him. We so desperately need it. We need a church that's pursuing him fully. He's good. So, so take that commission that Paul gives us in Colossians 3. Know that we've been rescued. There's, there's grace when we miss the mark. Set our eyes on him fully. Don't fall into idolatry. Don't not worship God. Worship God. Okay? Uh, next week, uh, my dad's going to be in uh, 
back in Genesis 2, and his talk is on trees. Uh, I remember being a younger kid around this time of year, and uh, we, we had a fall fest. My mom dressed me up as a tree. It, uh, that was what I wanted to be for whatever reason, so I couldn't find a picture in time. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know if that picture still exists. But, uh, you know, like, as I'm talking to my dad about the message, he's literally, like, jumping. And then, you know, he was telling me what it was. I was like, that's really good. So I'll be looking forward to that. Lord, we, we love you. You're so good, God. We, <laughs> we worship you. Help us, Lord, set our eyes on you. Help us to not miss the mark, Lord. Stir up in our hearts a deeper and more profound love for you that pursues you above all else. You're worthy of all of our praise, all of our worship, God. Set our eyes on you, Lord. We love you, God. Our ministry team is going to be heading over uh, to the wall over there. If you all need prayer for anything, the people over there are are trained to pray for you. If you need encouragement, you need ministry, get over there, prayed up. We believe prayer works. You need healing, intercession, get, get prayed up. Great thing to do. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and as the Savior of your life, it is the most important decision you could ever make. So go over there. Get that started today. Church, got to say this. Thank you so much for partnering with us. Your amazing generosity keeps the doors open and enables us to do a lot of really cool stuff. And we're so thankful. So if you're interested in partnering with us, the info is on the screens there. It's also on the app. There's boxes on the way out if you prefer it that way as well. And uh, now I think we'll put the doxology on the screen and we'll sing it together. All right, all together now. Here we go. Praise God. And may the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you and give you peace and go today in the peace, the power and the love of God. God bless you all. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you soon. Remember, be thankful for five things. Encourage two people so we get one lost child back to dad. Be safe on your way out. Safe this week. Catch some fish. Uh, Go dolphins. See you later. Goodbye. Online Church, thank you so much for joining us. We, we love you and really uh, uh, appreciate you. Uh, next week, as I mentioned, my dad's going to be talking at trees, and he's going to look at the trees we see early on in Genesis, and he's going to make all these really cool connections throughout the Bible, so you won't want to miss it. But again, we love you. See you next week. <laughs>